Support for this podcast is possible by you. Visit allgirlsconsidered.org slash donate to help us build a world with endless possibilities for girls. I'm Ashlyn Jarvis. And I'm Gabby Vargas, and we're at Liberty Hill Junior High School. This is All Girls Considered, a podcast dedicated to connecting girls and women through the power of story sharing, mentorship, and experiential learning to create a world of endless possibilities. Today we have Kayla Thurman with us. She is a nurse and owner of the Care First Clinic in Liberty Hill. Thank you for coming to talk to us. It's a pleasure to have you here. So tell us a little bit about what do you do. Okay, so it's nice to meet you guys and thanks for having me. I am a nurse practitioner and yes, I own a primary care and select urgent care facility here in Liberty Hill. We've been open for almost four years and I also own a functional wellness practice um, within the same building. So that business is two years old, so I have two businesses. What skills do you use to help you with your work? Hmm, that's a good question. So, I mean, obviously as a nurse practitioner, I use my education. So I have a bachelor's in nursing from the University of Texas, and then I have a master's of science in nursing from Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. And so you have to have a master's degree to be a nurse practitioner, so I use that in terms of being a business owner, I would say that is a lot of life skills outside of my education. So um, resilience and hard like work ethic, just working. You know, when you own your own business, you, you don't have anybody telling you what to do. You just have to get it done. No one else is going to do it for you. So you have to be willing to put in a lot of extra work and time and effort and not sure I answered that question entirely, but yeah. Yeah, yes. I get it. Um, what is your role in the pandemic in dealing with the coronavirus? Hmm. So I would say my, I've taken a role in terms of just helping take care of the community, which is always our goal at Care First and at my business. So community education, helping people understand everything from, you know, when coronavirus first happened, it was, we were, as nurse practitioners, we were still learning. So it was making sure we were staying educated and up to date on all the incoming information and then making sure that accurate information was being relayed to our patients and also keeping the community safe. So when it first happened, um, you know, obviously over the last 12 months, things have changed a lot and it changed the structure of our business quite a bit. So for a period of time, we were only seeing, we were seeing every patient outside in the parking lot and really had our door shut off to protect the staff and also to keep the patients safe. And then as the numbers have gone down and um, we've seen improvements in that, we've been able to open back up. So I would say community safety, community education, and being a place to help prevent people from having to go to the emergency room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who were your inspirations when you were younger? I would say my mom was an inspiration for me. So, you know, she was a single mom for my early childhood years. And 
worked really hard to provide for both of us. And, and then I would say, I, I think I've just always been a very self-motivated person and wanted to, I, and I, I think probably to teachers, I guess, teachers along the way of my, of my learning, encouraging thoughts I had about my future, ideas I had about my future. I actually thought when most of my childhood that I was going to be a medical missionary. And in some ways, that has happened, but um, not in the way that I envisioned as a child. So, so tell us your story. It's really crazy how it all happened. It wasn't planned. I didn't have in my grand scheme that I was going to be a business owner. We... I wasn't. I graduated from undergraduate program and went straight into bedside nursing. I was 21 years old, so I went straight from high school to college, graduated, and started working. And I knew at some point that I either wanted to continue on my education with administration, or I wanted to continue on my education at doing clinical work. And that's kind of your choice as a nurse. You. Well, there's a lot of choices as a nurse, but in terms of furthering your degree, it's either administration, education, or clinical. And so I went for clinical, and I started working fresh out of in nurse practitioner school. I was in the emergency room as a nurse practitioner for at least three years. And my husband grew up in Liberty Hill, and we had moved our family here, and a couple friends were like, hey, you guys should open a clinic and we, I said, no way, you know, maybe in 10 years when I have been a nurse practitioner for a little longer, I'll consider that. And we ended up praying about it with our church group. And three weeks later, we signed a lease and said, we're going to do it. And three months we opened. I had never owned a business before. I had, my husband is a firefighter. And so the two of us were the only employees for the first several months until we had, it only took really about four months to have enough patients to go, we need to hire some staff. And we did. And fast forward through a lot of hard work and labor of love, we're almost four years in and we have several nurse practitioner owned businesses at the same location and we're calling it the hometown health center. So what was Care First Walk-In Clinic is now really a lot more, and I'm hoping to grow that into even more nurse practitioner business owners with time and with a change in legislation. What made you want to do nursing and own the Care First Clinic? I, my work in the ER really opened my eyes to how many people don't have access to medical care and um, who can't afford medical care have a real passion for the uninsured population and I worked also for several years at an uninsured clinic as a nurse practitioner too and I knew that we could provide a service that with more transparent pricing and really quality health care and there is a need for that in the market and it's that made sense to me yeah What's on your bucket list? Like, what do you want to be able to reach, and what are your goals, sort of? Like, what's your bucket list? Hmm. Well, so I 
I will say that I, so I'm also a mom of three children. I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. And doing all of this while having three small children has, I have had my head um, in the weeds. And I am just now kind of coming up for air to think about what do I want? What are the big term, big plans and goals? And I would say I want to continue to grow um, the location here and consider having locations in other places. There is also... In 30 states, nurse practitioners practice independently. In Texas, we practice under the license of a physician, which as a nurse practitioner business owner is a major barrier. And I have been fairly active with my professional organization to help decrease some of those barriers and help more Texans have access to healthcare. So with my time maybe freeing up a little bit, I would like to become more politically active in specifically nurse practitioner legislation. I had the honor of testifying in front of the Senate in the last legislative session, not this most recent one, but the previous one. And we ended up changing some, it's kind of complicated, but some house bills around how we practice. And I'm just looking forward to that changing even more. So being more involved there, I really want to provide more free care. But in order for us to successfully provide free care, we have to have be financially really stable. So financial stability and then look at how we can serve the community and the really vulnerable populations of our community. What advice would you give um, girls listening to this podcast? Believe in yourself. I think that's probably the number one advice I would give. And there are going to be obstacles and um, barriers in your life, you know, in everybody's life. And you can overcome them with persistence and hard work and a belief in yourself and what you're doing. What are your biggest achievements? I would say my biggest achievement is having a successful business and being a mom and a wife. Um, Yeah, simple. How many patients do you see on like an average daily basis? On an average daily basis at Care First, we're seeing about 23. And then in my functional practice, it's much smaller than that. Yeah, the, the visits are very long. <laughs> so it's, it's about two hours per patient. So I only see maybe four at most a day. So I heard you say you went to the University of Texas, right? I did. Hook them horns. <laughs> Yay. So what, what made you decide to go to that school over different schools? What advantages did it have? I grew up in Dallas and went to a small school and I wanted to, I went to a small private school and I wanted to experience a large public school. And it was two polar opposites, I would say. And also back then, I don't know what it's like now, but there was the top 10% rule and I was in the top 10% and it was just, you know, immediate entry. So that made it easier too. Who are your role models right now in life? I'm not sure. I'm definitely working on, I feel like I don't have a lot of time right now to venture out. I will say one of my goals is to find other 
entrepreneurs that have really just do an amazing job. And I try to look at podcasts or um, YouTube or just Google searches about what other people are doing. So anytime I, like, let's one example is, how should I answer a negative Google review? And so I look to hospitality industry for that because they're the experts on that. So I think I would say I don't really have a specific role model currently, but I am I look to other people who are really successful in their own industries to see how they navigate certain um, issues. What are your hobbies? Like, what do you do for fun? Well, I wish I had hobbies. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like my life is no fun. It is, but it's really incredibly time-consuming to be a business owner, especially early on. I'm finally at the point where I have several employees that can help with the workload. Um, but we're open 59 hours a week, and so technically for 59 hours, I am somewhat available. And then I have three children that are at home. I would say I love to cook and I believe that food is medicine. And so we do a lot of healthy cooking and um, I guess looking up new fun recipes and ways to creatively use fruits and vegetables and protein. And That's probably, I like to dance, and I love music, so those are my, my go-tos. So with three kids and owning your business, what is your schedule like? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so, and I, I also run a, I run a local group of, so it, it started as a, I should have probably mentioned this earlier, but it started as an online networking group. So Liberty Hill Boss Babes, which is now has about 430 members, and they're all female business owners of some kind. A lot of those are home-based businesses, but many of them are also brick-and-mortar or other type of businesses. So that is also time-consuming. It, it started off as something very small, and it has grown into something quite large and I love it and the group of ladies there are such an amazing group um, for support and to walk this sort of crazy business ownership thing side by side with but so I'd throw that in there that being said my schedule is packed so really I wake up in the morning typically I have a kid with me in the bathroom while I'm getting dressed for the day and getting ready to go and then I work out of the home three days a week and then two days of the week I am at home but kind of on call for the business and really with the kids on those days. Um, when I'm at the – my motto is that when I'm at work, I'm all work. I am doing work at 1,000 miles per hour, and when I am at home, I really try to be all wife and mom and turn off the work as much as I can, so setting good boundaries with that. Um, but my schedule is very – Intense, and so I typically only take on one to two community or networking events a month. What advice would you give, like, to, like, girls who want to be, like, a nurse or be in the medical field? Like, for me, I want to be a nurse one day. Awesome. Awesome. I would say 
if you can, if you have opportunities to, any opportunities present themselves to volunteer in a medical setting, take advantage of that so that you can get exposure because nursing is vast. There's a lot of opportunities within nursing. You can do so many things. And so if you get if you get some exposure to the medical field, whether that's through school or otherwise, it will hopefully help you figure out exactly what you want to do with that. So that when you go into school, to me, it's especially helpful for students nowadays to go into college knowing what they want to do and having a career choice in mind that's going to help pay for college and help pay the bills when you get out of college. So I love nursing for that and other service-related type industries. So what do you do with your uh, group, uh, the Liberty Hill Boss Babes? What do you do with that? So mostly it's online networking. And so once a week we all get on and kind of promote ourselves. But the synergy of the group and the ability to support each other's businesses has been awesome. So I'm almost always wearing something that a boss babe has sold me or, you know, when we are doing things at the business, you know, there's everything from, um, I don't know, like utilities type businesses to um, restaurants to um, clothing, boutiques, hair, makeup, a ton of stuff. So I do my, it's really been amazing to, we all support each other by doing business with each other, but also by being available. Because when you're a business owner, questions come up all the time. And typically, somebody in the group has experienced that question before. And so we're able to chime in and give free advice, which is great. Because when you don't have to pay an attorney or a CPA or somebody else, and you can get the advice from another person who's walked that walk, it's, it's awesome. And then we do in-person networking events about every quarter and also we have um we'll do classes so like one of our boss babes is a owns a marketing company and so we're hoping to host a tiktok (laughs) a tiktok uh workshop in the next month or two awesome okay (laughs) then what's your like favorite song or like favorite artist dave matthews band it's probably my favorite artist but I'm a huge fan of all types of music. So I grew up listening to everything from Motown to classic rock to country and classic country and yes. hip hop. I'm a child of the 90s and two, early 2000s. So, yeah. What's your very favorite song? My very favorite song. Um, hmm. Now I said I would be able to answer any question about <laughs> music. I don't know that I can narrow it down to one song. What's your That's few favorite songs? Few favorite songs, Led Zeppelin, Ramble On, um, Dave Matthews, Under the, well, that's this album. I don't know which Dave Matthews song. Maybe Satellite. And, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I wish I could tell you I knew these, but. <laughs> That's how I feel about Avengers. <laughs> we would like to thank you for taking the time out of your day and interviewing with us. I'm Ashlyn Jarvis. And I'm Gabby Vargas. And this, and this is, is All Girls, Girls Considered. Considered.